right, everybody, we're going to change things up a bit. We're going to give you an inside look to some of the heroes beyond the flight line, i.e. our significant others, our spouses. So this uh, series is going to be a, a multi-part series. We're going to call it uh, Heroes Beyond the Line. Right now, we, we're featuring our spouses, our significant others. We have Nine. Bubbles, Buttercup, and Nine. <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> still my favorite. <laughs> Take a wild guess who, which one's nine. <laughs> <laughs> the Powerpuff Girls fighting crime Yay. here to save the world. <laughs> no. But uh, honestly, ladies, like we couldn't have done it without all of you from the support outside of what we do. And we can't thank you guys enough for holding it down while we're out there getting grimy and disgusting. And among other things. Yep. Keeping the home life together while uh, we're away, taking care of all the essentials, the bill paying, the children, as it were. Mm. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Probably the hardest part of that whole thing, I would say. Right. The, the fur babies too and all that. <laughs> yep. Just just making sure it all flows smoothly. So whenever we get back, it just kind of roll back into life as it were. Yep. Yep. So not just to you ladies, but also for all the other spouses out there who are holding the line for all those who are having to go on the road, deploy, or work those hours that just might as well live at work. So why don't, we, why don't you guys introduce yourselves? Hey, um, I'm nine. I am married to six. Hi, nine. <laughs> Hi, nine. Hello, hello. Hello. Uh, nice to meet you all. It's great to be here. Um... We have three, four children, <laughs> and um, we've been married for eight years. Oh, it feels, feels more like fifty, honestly. Like yes, it's, it's yes, it like does. Thing, yeah, you know? it's well, especially feels a lot more. Many places you guys have lived and tra- moved around while you were still active duty. You know, mm-hmm. globe trotting. Yep. 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 Uh, traveled a lot. Uh. <laughs> that's my li- that's hi. our little one. You wanted to say hi. <laughs> hi, I'm Bubbles. Hi, Bubbles. Hi, Bubbles. <laughs> Excited to be part of the team here. Uh, I am the partner of Shoreline. We've been together for just at two years. Mm-hmm. We've been best friends for seven years. All right. He actually used to be my employee. So funny story there. Ooh, don't worry, we'll go into that. <laughs> Uh, no kids, no fur babies yet. Um, do you, do you, but do you want one? I mean, a fur baby? Yes, actively looking yes. for fur I have babies. A super. We super want a fat, little super fat fur baby. Uh, just an hour and twenty minutes west of here. <laughs> yeah, we're actively looking for a little pity. Um, super excited for that. Uh, hopefully, it happens within the next three months or so. That's, That's the goal. Hoping. If you squint really hard, he looks like a pity. <laughs> <laughs> you see the eye strain that happens and like the way that my life is set up. I can't always be like that. <laughs> she got enough eye strain as it is. See, my, work, my, my work life and my <laughs> my free time, the way it's set up. Way my bank, way my bank account set up. <laughs> I think that's true for all of us. <laughs> I would love to do things, but my bank account says no for real. <laughs> Three to five business days. <laughs> my bank account laughs at me. <laughs> More so than everybody else. <laughs> All right. Hi, everyone. My name is um, Buttercup, and I'm Mary here with MVP. 
Yay. 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 The language. We've been happily married for uh, nine years. Nine years, yeah. Nine years. Yeah. Hey. Yay. <laughs> what is, what is We, it after 10? Is it the mm -hmm. iron anniversary? I think it's called prison. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> well, what was it? Uh, Oh what was God. it? Uh, the Spanish? Oh, esposa. Esposas. Esposas. Yeah, it means it, it also it means husband or wife. Well, esposa is, is wife or a spouse. Esposo, yeah, and then but it also means handcuffs, which is very true. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, it's gonna be great. Yeah, I've been be married with this clown for nine years, and we have a really handsome clown. <laughs> a very just so handsome you know. clown. Uh, we he have three kids. Um, uh, our oldest, nine year old, and seven, six years old. Or Soon to be six. Yeah. yeah, at the end of the month. And our two boys are the seven and six years old. And nothing. I'm here supporting him and. <laughs> The other two clowns. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Really good yeah. looking clowns. I'm going to add that again. Oh, Just really good looking clowns. Yeah, we're we all, we always handsome as we sound. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> I definitely have a face for radio. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got the voice to match, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a good time. And, good. and where are you from? Okay. I was originally. born and raised in Mexico. Uh, hmm. Northeast um, uh, Monterrey, Nuevo León. It's All like right. uh, mm -hmm. South Texas. I um, uh, moved to California and I've been here for 15, 16 years now. Yeah, something like that. So, yeah. Very cool. He yeah. teach me English and sorry. He's not a really good teacher. So, <laughs> <laughs> if I... <laughs> what are you going to say? What are you going to say? Get this way. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. So yeah, it's been great. <laughs> now I'm here in a podcast. That's awesome. Yeah, this Look at screen that. goes crazy. Coming from old country <laughs> to now being on a podcast I truly know. is the American dream. Old people. Really? Truly is the American dream. Up. Well, and something something special that she does is uh she she handles a lot of our Facebook posts and she She is our uh, digital media expert or manager or whatever no. you want to call her <laughs> i don't do much she Let's bombards the <laughs> bombards the face tubes and the and the insta instagrams with uh all of our posts our pictures our yes just everything no, mm. i just share share things and yeah but you find random facebook groups random that like groups that nobody would have ever even thought to she just types in random words until something pops up and she's like no oh, that's cool share 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 <laughs> like, that's great yeah sometimes they're like who's this crazy lady why is she emailing me or texting i'm, like, I'm sorry oh yeah she will she will randomly like she'll she'll find a thread and she'll interject herself into the comments section and check this out and people are like who are you who <laughs> <laughs> like, let her in like, we're talking about this over here you're interjecting this podcast she's like yeah i just thought you guys might want to check it out that's but, awesome. but that, and they're like okay but that's how you thanks. get it that's how you become the fun in any club or party right like we here we're like yes. oh yeah um, all right we're like the kool-aid like the kool-aid man kicking the door oh yeah oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that's what it, maybe that should be your call sign kool-aid yeah. Kool oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> and kick the door. Smashing through walls. That's awesome. Oh 
Uh, so what's uh, what are some questions you guys have for your spouses? All right, let's start off with uh, what are the what are the good things that happen while we're away? Like, what are some of the positive things that uh, you've experienced, or what do you generally like about me not being around? <laughs> <laughs> Everything. <I'm just> <laughs> no, it's um, uh, for me. Um, I think it helped a lot in our relationship. Because um, I learned to miss you. <laughs> and it, it is, I, I think every marriage should go through it. Every marriage should have that little break, uh, maybe a couple weeks without each other. For us, it was months. Months to years. Yes. Mm, wow. So it just makes, uh, for some people, it breaks you. But for us, just make us stronger. Mm-hmm. And it was like, well, all right. I think when we met, we only we were texting each other for a month before we actually went and uh, saw each other for the first time, mm-hmm. and then we went out for dinner. And then I think two weeks after that, like we had hung out a couple more times, but two weeks after that, I left for six months. Yeah, oh, and so we both thought like, meh, that's the end of that. It's nothing. Oh, more. I really thought like he he's gonna stop talking to me. Mm-hmm. He just wanted whatever he wanted, you know, in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Which was nothing but good times <laughs> and smiles. Yeah. Before he left, he's like, you want to go to Vegas? I'm like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> okay. We went, and then a week after he was gone, I'm like, all right, this is it. My dad was like, I told you. I told you. I'm like, no. She's like, another white guy? <laughs> another white yeah, one? There's, of all the Hispanics in the world, couldn't find one of them? You had to get the white one. <laughs> and but yeah so then and i left for six months and i thought i was like eh you know i told her i'd mess i'd email her once i got to where i was going say hey i made it so i did i emailed but i expected no response and then like a day later i got a response and then i responded again yep. and then it just that's how it went but that that six months yeah just kept going but yeah. but neither of us thought it would Go past those first few. Oh, weeks and those or good gifts he will send me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There we go. Yeah, those yeah. Amazon boxes showing up mm. every month. I was like, oh yeah. I was thinking more He's of the pictures. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, back back when money was good. Yeah, right. you know when you deploy is good. Yeah. <laughs> All right, nine. Let's hear about you. What are some of the positives when I'm deployed or having to work those extra long hours on the line or in the office? Not too much really comes to mind. I mean, it was nice, you know, because I did miss you. And distance makes the heart more fonder. I mean, it was difficult with the kids. So I don't know if it was really any positive there since I did miss you a lot. I mean, do you, do you sleep like a starfish? Oh. Like, like, well. like my wife? Because <laughs> then, then you can enjoy the entire bed by yourself. Yeah, that, I mean, that I guess even when nice. I'm home, she's, I sleep on two feet of bed and she gets the rest of it. Yeah. Part was really nice, you know. TV all to myself too. Right. How about you, Bubbles? Bubbles. What are the good things when I leave for weeks on end? Let me list them. There's so many. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Here it comes. Here's the roast. Uh, you know, I mean, I think that, and you and I have both agreed on this in the past too that. You know, we are people that really thrive on kind of being able to have our own independent time. Um, And me especially, I really thrive on being able to kind of just be alone and sit in myself. Um, And it really afforded me that opportunity. Um, And I think we really saw it too with the pandemic of how 
we thrive on being apart so that we can learn to miss each other. Uh, obviously, I mean, I don't think our sleeping situation changed much because you still don't get any bit of the bed. No, uh, no I don't. You know? <laughs> well, when it was a queen, it was made for this queen. And then now that we have upgraded to a king bed, it's still made for this queen. Yep. And so, you know, they're they that too. a little bit for the king? Is that what so, yeah, so at least you guys bit. have a queen. You know what she had when I met her that what? we had to share? Don't share that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. What you have? We gotta, we gotta We're here now. now. A futon would have been nice, but it was a, this twin, a twin size bed. Both, <gasps> no. Both her and my big ass trying to sleep on her. <laughs> Halfway through the night, I just went down to the floor. Fuck it. You know? Oh yeah, and then there was a baby. Yeah, so then the baby would like crawl up in there too. And I'm like, hell with this. I'm just going on the floor. Then. Yeah, he would spend a lot of nights on the couch, or he would come home real late, and he would just go sleep on the couch because he's like, I'm not gonna bother you. Yeah. I mean, I think also too, like, there is when you're away, there's more romance of like, let me write you a little note and shove it under your door. Let me, you know. I'm going to leave my credit card for you in a drawer. Go get your nails done. Like, oh, let's man. do that again. Leave yeah. the credit card. That's that, or, that's that, um, that love language, right? It's like, I yeah. told you, you know how long I've told, I've told you this. You know how long I've been looking for a sugar daddy and you've been holding out. This is bullshit. That was pre-COVID times. I was working a lot of overtime. Bullshit. I demand. I deserve nice things. <laughs> I'm tired of being my own sugar daddy. I'm tired of being my own sugar daddy. I'm ready for somebody else to take care of me. I'm this ready is, to be my own sugar daddy again. Don't get me this wrong. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, I'm ready for a sugar daddy too. No, no, he ain't leaving the credit cards no more. It's COVID <laughs> times. I mean, I used to get paid. Everyone. I used to get paid for the laundry. He'd be leaving me twenties, yep. and it don't happen like that no more. Mm. But mm. all of that when he was gone, you know. So it was, it was a good time. So what, what you're saying is, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't always love it. Like I, yeah. there would be times where you know he would just be working so much that I would never see him. And at the end of the day, like he's still my best friend. And so, you know, there are times where I want to spend time with him and I want to, you know, go on vacation. I love to travel and his job is very summer heavy. And so that's never a possibility. But I mean, I also love taking trips by myself. So just depends, but he's a wonderful travel partner. So I like to explore that. I I mean, I've, I've seen some of your, some of your posts on, uh, through his face, through his Facebook where it says, get you a, get you a shoreline. And I'm like, I need to get me a shoreline. <laughs> yeah, you know, tired of working. I know. Leaving twenties for laundry. Come on. Yeah. Man. yeah. <laughs> a 20 for laundry? Oh, I would be making she, some money. She would find them, uh, especially during the times, uh, when I was working all the time and, and going to a lot of places where a lot of it's cash only, uh, type transactions. And so I'd have to pull out a bunch of cash and then mm-hmm. I would forget that I had the cash. And then I'd leave it in my in my pockets, and she'd give me anything that was fifty or hundreds, which wasn't often. Um, <laughs> but she would take anything twenty or below. So she she did. She used to make bank doing doing some laundry. Yeah, or he would leave it around the house, and I would be like, you know, you've got a day to pick it up. Yep. You've got a day to pick it up. Yep. And he would just leave it. So her pants are like a slot machine. When she when she takes them off and she gets home from work, it's it's just change everywhere. Clang, 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 clang. Jackpot. Jackpot. I know. It's like, oh my so many nickels. <laughs> hey, but you at least you get paid out every time you do laundry, right? No, I just usually let the kids come up and I'm like, hey, put it in your piggy bank, you know, come and collect it. And like, 
It's like a pinata for them. Ooh, mommy's home from work. <laughs> she was clang. making a hail on you. What do you mean you need a sugar daddy? You had a sugar mama right there. Why you you think just I look didn't the appreciate way I do. it. I got beat with nickels my whole. That's <laughs> why so he's wearing the, the long sleeve and he still got bruises. Yeah. <laughs> I best cover these all up she, so she, no one sees them. She, de- she definitely doesn't beat me. It's really loving. <laughs> I'm just so clumsy these days. <laughs> I push myself down the stairs. <laughs> I've, I've just been a really bad, bad person lately. <laughs> oh. oh, man. So what are some of the bad things about us being away? Uh, if there are any. Yeah, there's bad things. Uh, no 20s. Yeah, right. no 20s. Right. You know, you got to come home for that, baby. Uh, <laughs> 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 no, you know, I think... Uh, for the most part, I'm such, I love being alone, obviously, but then there are those times where, you know, I will really miss you and that sucks. And, you know, I remember there would be times where I would tell you, you know, I'm giving you till November and like, you've got to get it together and like spend some time with me. And I think that's what it is too. It's that, you know, like, yes, I do enjoy being by myself and also like, we got into this relationship so that we could build a partnership mm-hmm. and that's hard to do when you're not there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I think one of my favorite things is that I do get the opportunity to see you at work and see you do something that you love to do. Mm-hmm. And the way that, you know, you brighten up the room when you're doing something that you love to do, when you're mixing audio, when you're mixing sound or solving problems, like, it's wonderful and it's refreshing to see. I mean, look at you now, commanding the room. Yeah. <laughs> I know, for, for those of you that can't see, I'm the only one in the room standing because uh, I have my I have a kink in my neck. But you know, uh, for me, uh, for um, me, Kool Aid. I'm, I'm now uh, sure. <laughs> we can just change it every five minutes. You, know, fine. you have the revolving door. Of, <laughs> so okay, about, me, how many people uh, are on this episode? Like, like, how many <laughs> wives do you have? Yeah. Do you live in Utah? <laughs> One call saying for every personality, right? Yeah. <laughs> Which one are we dealing with today? You get Kool-Aid today. <laughs> oh. We're like we're like that. We're like that. Uh, remember that show we watched on Netflix it was called um My My Three Wives or whatever it was. Oh and they my lived god, in that, that was cool. Did you ever you guys ever see that? That hole in the rock uh Utah is where they lived. Yeah. Oh, anyways. Okay. <laughs> oh, imagine having four of me. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Look at his stupid face. <laughs> Hello, darkness, just, my old I, friend. Yeah, I, it, it, I, the the mash theme song came like do 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 do. You know, suicide is painless. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, for me, the hardest part was um, for MVP will always deploy on um the mid October and he will come back home on January, April, May, June. Yes. So I was Halloween by myself, uh, Thanksgiving, Christmas, his birthday, um, New Year's. New Year's. Uh, Two of the kids' birthdays. Dia de Reyes, which is like a Mexican, you know, holiday. Oh, so the Three Kings where we eat that giant kings, yeah. bread and you have to giant get the plastic Jesus out of it. And you get a baby inside, whatever. So it was so hard. And um, at the beginning, it was okay. But then it, it started to get bad because we start having kids. And then now with social media, having Facebook and seeing all my friends with like hanging out with their families and going trick-or-treating with their husband and and i was always by myself having being pregnant and 
he was always gone and Christmas, his birthday. I mean, I think for our youngest son, we found out you were pregnant and I left for nine months and I came back a week, week, yeah, just under a week before he was born. I was gone the whole, the whole pregnancy. pregnancy, Yeah. And, um, it was just so tough, really, really hard. And then every time he will leave the next day or two days after something will broke in the house. I'm like, how? Why? Why? <laughs> oh yeah, when the water, when the main water line yeah, busted and flooded the, water flooded the entire and the house. Main, like the main water through like my house. Oh my god! Like I will yeah. get home with everything flooded and like I'm two like, feet of water in the entire house. Yes. yes. Oh my god! And yeah, I'm or, and I'm half a planet away. You know what I mean? And I'm pregnant, uh, having a two babies walking, um, and it was just crazy. And I I don't know how we did it. Honestly, it, it was it was hard times, but it was money was good too. We did a lot of fun things. Yeah, I mean um, when it, when it was home time, it was like, all right, let's time. let's 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 go out, let's mm-hmm. travel, let's do something, let's let's make the most of let's it. Let's make the most of it while I'm exactly. here because I'm only here for two months or whatever. So yeah, yeah. Yes. Yep. I mean, I, I kind of felt that way because I didn't care. I was, I was like that guy in the club. All I do is win, win you know, throwing, <laughs> throwing dollars around because I didn't care because I knew I was going to be going out right away again exactly. to whatever, you know. Or it's yes. like, like Ti, right? Like you can have whatever you like. You can have whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it was. And you feel like you feel like king, king shit, man. Oh yeah. You feel on top of the world uh, when you can do that for your family. Right? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Because you know. You're, you're kind of, a, at least for me, I kind of felt like a deadbeat otherwise. I'm like, oh, well, she would, you know, we'd, we'd call from a, a Skype phone or something overseas or a satellite phone or yeah. email like, oh, this and this happened. And all I could do is like, oh, that sucks. Yeah. And yeah. and wish I was there, you know, to help There's, or do yeah. something. But that, what do you say? I mean, it's, it's nothing it's, you can really do. It's just. Right. And the hardest part was like, he cannot talk where, where he was. Yeah. yeah. Like it was, it would be super nice if he can tell me his day. Like, oh, babe, I went to a store something like that, you yeah. know, but it was so hard because babe, what you did? And he's like, oh, I can tell you. I'm like, mm-hmm. then why do we talk? He was always like right. about my day. Like, I want to know more about yeah, you. Yeah. She wants to hear somebody else's day and yes. what it was like. Like my day was. She, she's like, my day was shit. So tell me how good yours was, you know? And yeah. my and day like, was shit. I'm like, too. I did the same thing. <laughs> I woke yeah. up, I went to the gym, I went to work, and I went to sleep. Yes. Uh, uh, what happened to work? I can't tell you that. Oh, what did you do in the gym? Uh, today was upper body, you know, or whatever else. Right. Like, like what did you eat? Uh, chicken, rice, uh, you know, canned food. Can, yeah. yeah. A yeah lot like of like food. the one, one deployment, all we had was cold cans of chicken noodle soup. So yeah, that was. Man. Yes. So the same thing again. I added Tabasco in it today. You know, but that's about, <laughs> right. that's about all you can do, you know. Yes. You can't you can't discuss anything else Actually that goes had on. hot food today. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Or it was crazy like trying to miss to send him things. Oh yeah. Like getting a box ready for him and knowing that it won't arrive for 30 days. Mm-hmm. It was crazy like why are we doing this? Like just stay home. Don't do it anymore, but it was the only option at the time. Yeah. So, yep. so, sometimes you just get the call and you just have to go. You, you have to go. It. And always on the holidays. I was like, why they don't find oh, another you'd, guy? You'd even <laughs> ask. Always like, you. You'd even ask like, hey, uh, can I stay home the holidays this year? Like, I'll go out right now. I know I just got back, but I'll go out right now mm-hmm. right. for four months if I can just be yeah. back right before Thanksgiving, uh, right before Halloween and stay through January. You right. know, like, just let me home for the holiday. And they're like, well, we really need you over there. I'm like, 
well, you got this guy over here who doesn't even have a family. Send his single ass out, yes. out in the road. Like, yeah. let him be gone for five the holidays. Five holidays. Five years without holidays for me. I would go to bed at 9 p.m. on Christmas Eve. Yes. On New Year's Eve, I won't even turn on the TV or look on Facebook. I didn't want to know anybody's life. I mean, she would work 16-hour <laughs> days at those times just, yeah. just to stay busy. Because right. like, my mother-in-law would watch at, at that specific time was only only our daughter. So yeah. uh, my, she would stay with my mother-in-law and she would work 16-hour days. Mm. Just, yeah, so just to stay busy. It's hard. I mean, it has its good things like the twenties, you know, <laughs> like you go through, but uh, the credit card. I think but what a lot of people, what a lot of people, don't like to admit either, though, is that sometimes you really start to enjoy the time apart. Like you get so used to it that when you finally get back into it, it's hard. Because as mm-hmm. as and especially as you know. Being mm-hmm. overseas, the world stops when you're over there. Mm-hmm. Like yep. there's one thing you're focused on the mission. There's only one thing to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you have the same routine every day. Meanwhile, the world keeps turning here at home. Mm-hmm. And like the music that was popular when you left isn't popular anymore when you right. get back. So you got to catch up on everything. But you're so used to being. Even your driving skills. Like, <laughs> do I have to teach you how to drive again? I mean, yeah, because like some, some bases like I went to, I didn't drive for a, a solid year. I might have driven a, a a tug, but that's just around the ramp moving right. moving planes or whatever. That's not highway driving. That's there's nobody else around. I I didn't get into an actual automobile and drive it for a year. Well, that, wow. that, that was kind of like the opposite with me. Where like I'm used to driving on the opposite side of the road. Yeah. So like I'm used to I get used to driving that way, and then I come back here to the Americas and like I don't know how to drive. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah. But, but well, you get so used to the silence. Yeah. And so when you come back and it's for me and I still struggle with it, um, is noise. Like if it's really noisy or a lot of noise, it, it, it really bothers me. So like right. if the kids are going off the deep end and they're all just synced up and doing what kids do, right. They're just being themselves. Mm-hmm. But I, I struggle with it sometimes. Like I'm like, hey, this is too much. Yeah. I can't, I can't deal with it. And she, but she's like, but, but she's all, you know, and it upsets her because she's like, you just got home. Like the kids are all excited, this and that. I'm like, yeah, I just need like five minutes. Like, five minutes, you just had five months, you know, yeah, what's yeah. going on. But, right. but it takes time to accumulate, uh, yeah, acc- acclimate, acclimate, acclimate yourself yeah. back into society. Right? Yeah. How about you, Nine? What's some of the negatives when I'm away, deployed or otherwise? Everything. <laughs> Everything. 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 No, no. Um, you know, it's just hard. Like, you know, when you have kids, it is hard uh, to be able to do everything yourself, especially when we traveled a lot. So we were in different areas of the world. And, you know, especially when you don't know anybody, I think that's hard, um, you know, moving into a new place with your kids and you don't know anybody, you know, you're trying to learn the area and then, you know, your other half is gone. Mm-hmm. So that can be very, very hard. Um, trying to figure everything out with kids. Um, yeah, well, it gets lonely, but you know, I think that was really hard. What was the, um, of all the places you've, you've lived or had to move to following him in the Marines, uh, what was the hardest place to incorporate yourself into that daily life? Um, Country, I think state. it was just our first move, and that was Hawaii. That was my first time on a plane. <laughs> oh, really? Yes, it was. So first time on a plane, and uh, we just had our daughter. 
So, um, yeah, a whole new experience. Every, everything was just new, you know, but I think it, I really missed my family. That was the hardest. Yeah. So, like, I'm used to being, like, the isolated person where I'm constantly revolving door going and going and going. So, I don't really have any, like, solid anchors or attachments. And she, um, she was very family-oriented where, like, she had, like, some form of a family member within a two-hour earshot of her. So we go from there to Hawaii where it's, it is exactly what it is. It's an island surrounded by ocean with nobody that either of us knew. And then she has to like figure all this out on her own by herself. Yeah, and then when she's getting used to it, you are like, oh, let's move again. Yep. yep. And it's like a mind game. It's like, oh, again. Yeah, we, we moved to the East Coast for a couple of years. And just when she started getting used to it, I was like, time to go back to the West Coast. Yep, and you know, I, and I think that's uh, for anyone really that kind of a of a high revolving uh, transition time, especially service members or or certain industries where you got to go where the job is or you got to go where the demand is, and you get like you guys said, you get used to uh, a certain lifestyle, and by the time you get used to it, we're okay, time to go again, time to move on, and you have to relearn the whole thing all over again. See, and for me, I've been on the move and traveling and doing everything since since I was 18, you know? So, so now I'm, but I'm the type now I get antsy after a couple of years. I'm like, I'm something's got to change. I'm ready. Cause I was so used to coming and going all the time. It right, was always yeah. seeing something different, something new, experiencing something different. And when you get in one place and you're there every day and you go to the same job site every day and you come back and after a while you start to get, for me, it starts getting like, um, I got to, I get, I get antsy. I'm like, I got, I got to move. I got to change. I want a different scenery. I want, and she was like, well, you just stop. Like we got kids, we got a house, we got this and this. I'm like, but for me, I'm like, let's just sell the house and move. Let's go. Yeah. You know what or, I mean? Or like in, like in our cases, right. We'll get a job where there's a whole base, but you road trip like every, yeah. Yeah. every two months, you right. know, and it can be anywhere from a day to two weeks to six months or whatever mm -hmm. the case may be. You just constantly go. You hear. You get your bat, your go bag, and you go. Yep. And you can be back anytime between now and never. <laughs> you come back again. You you restock up and go again. I, I can imagine for you ladies and for all the significant others and spouses out there, just how taxing that can really be to just have to have the the go bag ready and just accept that you'll only see that person for well and never really setting up a home either right yeah like why unpack things because i know in six months i'm I'm probably going to be moving again so yeah. so then you when you're home every day you're looking at empty walls no pictures some boxes stuffed in a closet or the spare bedroom and you're just kind of like i i i want to i want to make this house a home but i can't because it's not really a home i'm going to be moving again anytime at any time so you never know Right. Now, and you know all about that. Like how many, we packed our house like what, four or five times. And some of it, we still have yet to unpack. <laughs> yes. Actually, we just unpacked some boxes that we haven't seen since, wow, 20... 2010, right? Yeah, oh my God. 2010. <laughs> wow. I thought you were going to say, I thought you were going to say in like this. boxes we haven't seen in like a year. Yeah. Not, not a decade. <laughs> some, of them we, some of them we actually forgot about it. Like, what the heck is in here? Oh, that's where that was. Right. Oh, that's funny. I've been looking yeah. for this for years. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. It was like an early Christmas. Right. Yep. That's true. I mean, how, how much stuff do you guys still have sitting in Guam? Oh, true. We, had, we actually had to get rid of stuff. So we had a 15 by 30 storage unit. Two of them, matter of fact. Mm -hmm. um, at, at the time, we were just like, just 
get all our stuff we're just moving put it in there we'll figure it out later and when we started to move again we had to clean a lot of that out because we couldn't afford to keep it so we only were able to afford one storage unit we're going through it seeing what's in it and like holy shit we still have this <laughs> you wow. know but as yeah. of right now there's a, there, i think we have a 10 by 15 storage unit in guam right now that's yeah, just it's small just stuff that we have yet to <laughs> unpack you were gonna bring that harley over or did it rust away already i don't know it pro- it's so- probably a, it's probably a piece of shit now i mean i feel so bad it's one of those like you have abused this so long you actually feel bad like yeah. Yeah. like when you like you hit a pothole and you apologize to your car like i'm sorry yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I'm a terrible owner. Yeah. <laughs> so sorry, car. I know you're meant for this, but I'm sorry. <laughs> well, if you ever get it over here, let me know. I know a guy. So oh, for real, I'm no kidding. I probably m- will. You yeah. Know? It's uh, but that that moving price, you know. I need oh like, yeah. I need like three sugar daddies for that one. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> so any you go, any out there want to pony up? As I as I already said, we all need a shoreline. Mm, I know. <laughs> we sell feet pics on the low if we need it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'll, somebody uh, will buy. Asking it. for a friend, what do those go for? Well, well, it'll depend. So it depends on your market. So and also depends on if you sell merch or not. But you can make up to about eighty thousand a year off of feet I've pics. Been, I've been selling feet pics and dirty socks. Yeah, I've been told that I am uh, throw them babies in some mud, walk around a little bit. <laughs> you'll be all right. I am told that I am. Uh, prized in the bear community oh yeah uh, you so. would be you should go for that i should i should need that extra 80 grand man i need that right? yeah but you could be your own sugar daddy oh man it's still nice to have somebody else taking care of me you know for sure. i know I that's want, why i'm, I'm trying money, to get shoreline to sell too, them like i am a puta you know what mm-hmm. i mean like yep yep like i need that yeah. Yeah. but that's extra work because then you gotta do all the dirty up you gotta take the pictures edit and post it and all that other extra craziness I mean, kudos to all you guys who are out there who are hustling for that and actually get it done. But, you know, that that's... Seems like a lot of work to me. That's a lot of work. Yeah. Throw it up on your OnlyFans. Yeah. Oh, you know what? <laughs> I, I'm seeing another another stage for the podcast. What do you think? OnlyFans. OnlyFans and we take a picture of our feet and post it up there. I mean... I mean, I probably won't use my feet. I'll probably like Google we'll random probably, feet we'll pics probably and be sell able, it off as mine. No, nah, I'll use my own. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I'll use my it. own. I don't care. It's feet. Uh, <laughs> we could probably buy our own studio next week. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I'm, I'm down for that. Uh, yeah. We even got the camera right there. Yeah. That, that's a that's a nice roll in itself. We can get a we can get a wide shot with that GoPro over there. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> get a panoramic feet picture. Mm. So <laughs> we could even lock our toes together. Like <laughs> we could. You know what I mean? We could lock it. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, 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 no that's cool. You want to make money or not? I'm <laughs> doing this all the time. We're, we're Does he want to make money or yeah, not? We're doing this. We gotta go that's all true. in. Yeah. No. I'm. I'm. Yeah. I'm for it. Let's do it. All right. So, so I'm I'm a I'm a flip the script a little bit. I'm a I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna open the floor for you guys to ask us something. Actually, I, I have one more question for all of you. What's one time while we were gone that you were so upset that we were gone? You just rage quit on everything for the day. Like you wanted to murder us. You wanted to murder everyone else. You just like what what set what scenario what happened. In that particular instance where you were just like... That's just her when I'm home. Just (laughs) (laughs) Fuck everything. Your face pisses me off. All right. Do you uh, have days like that? All right, Bubbles, hit it. Yeah. um, So I I work in the nonprofit area, and I had a young person on my caseload. Um, They were murdered, 
and he was gone and I was just having such a shitty day that, you know, I typically won't tell my sister it and I typically won't even tell him when I get home about it, but I just wanted somebody to be there and he wasn't. And I was so upset. I was just like, where are you? And, you know, no, like, and I didn't call him. And like, typically he'll call me like after his days, like no matter the time or call me in the morning when he wakes up. And I was just so angry. So I sat in my favorite corner in our couch that only I sit in. um, And I just like drank wine straight out of the bottle. And I was just like, fuck it. Yeah. Like I didn't want to do anything at all for the rest of the the day. And like, I think it even took me like probably like two to three weeks to tell him what happened. That's a pretty intense situation. Uh, No no kidding. I'm not going to lie to you. When I asked that question, I didn't think it was going to. (laughs) so i kind of i kind of apologize and sorry for bringing up bad memories because uh i wasn't expecting that i know no i mean i think in my line of work too as sad as it is to say this like it's a little it's a little bit in my normal yeah that's that's pretty sad yeah you know it's a little bit in my normal of like this is what my days are like especially you know the past three to six months especially the bad ones you know Uh, a good day is i got a small win here and there and a bad day is i had a client get killed or you know various other things Yeah, yeah yeah definitely but i mean like i think that's also why i'm so appreciative because like he does have a more fun type of work that it like lightens up our house a little bit sure so that's always nice Got the yin yeah. and the yang going. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah definitely. Okay. And something that I know we've talked about, uh, it's, uh, and I'm sure you guys can attest to this, uh, you know, especially for like you, you've done a lot of traveling mechanics and, and stuff like that. Uh, and I know for me, my, my entire job is putting on shows and concerts and stuff like that. So a lot of the times it's looked at as, oh, you're going to work, but it's not really work. It's a lot of fun. And yeah, all you're yeah. going to be doing is jacking around with your friends while you're working and <laughs> right. laughing and everything else. And, just the thought of that alone pisses them off. That, right. Especially when they have a day like that, yeah. you know, especially when they have a day like that, you know, yeah. so, uh, so you're, you're going to where now? <laughs> yeah. The sound of you. Yeah. The sound of you laughing or just the thought of your laughter just sends them into overdrive. Like, like I will burn the state down. If like, I, hear, I don't care if that I you so got much as one giggle. Yeah. One I don't giggle. care that you got to work with Biz Marquee and MC Hammer today. I had a really bad day. Yeah. <laughs> Your day better match mine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your day better. Yeah. Your day better be worse than mine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Buttercup. Like, what's your rage quit? Like, this made me just hate everything. Uh, for me, it was a time when we were living in West Virginia. Um, uh, for the first time in my life, I uh, leave home, which is California for me, where my mom and dad are. And um, I went to follow him, and we were living in West Virginia, a very small town. Bridgeport and mm-hmm. um he was gone and I decided to finally go and get some groceries and I went to a Walmart and I was uh, talking to my kids in Spanish. Mm. My kids are the whitest um, half Mexican they're almost, kids. They're almost seen. they're almost see through. They're so <laughs> yes, white they're, they're almost, almost see through. Yes. Yeah. I mean, have have so you seen mine? <laughs> I was talking Spanish to them and um these guy he was very tall and ugly and um very like from the mountains and 
Say he a, a white aloud. trash redneck. Mm. Yeah, he said aloud. Um, I mean, I love Whisper Junior and their people. I mean, I love him. But this person said aloud and he sound very mean and looked at me and said, can't believe you're speaking Spanish to those kids. And I left all my stuff, ran to the truck, put my babies in the car, and I was crying to my way home. And I'm like, where are you? Mm. I hate this. I left everything for you. And I called him and I was just cursing at him. I got home and I think I didn't shower for three days. I was so depressed. Wow. My kids didn't eat uh, nothing but cereal. I was down I was down working in in Texas at that time. Yeah, he was working. And and there's no text, no phone call, nothing that I could do at that time. Nothing. To make it better. It was just like it was it was it was it was was, you are the problem in my life. You caused all of this. Mm -hmm. You're the worst for bringing me here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was the time. And that's and that's tough, you know, and and the fact that you know, you guys both grew past that attests that how strong your guys' relationship is, but that's that's hard being on the receiving end of of either of those situations. Of course, yours where the, that was totally uncalled for and then you where you're sitting there and, and you're like I I literally can't do anything yeah, anything. to make this better. Yes. I'm I am 2000 miles away and Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I had beautiful yeah. neighbors, so yeah. uh, they all helped me, and they were all very sweet. So I'm so thankful for that. That's awesome. Yeah. How about you, Nine? Uh, what was that one moment that just made you want to rage quit? Fuck everything. I just really hate it, and I need you here, like, now. <laughs> um. Honestly, I think I had a lot of those moments. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> it, it wasn't anything serious like what you've just heard. Um, I think it's just because I tend to let everything just pile up and I just have moments of breakdowns. Yeah, so you, Im- you, you're you an imploder, yeah. but you build let it build all up until eventually yeah. you can't implode on yourself anymore. Right, and usually it was always when he was gone. It just, you know, I had the last straw, I just done, I just want you here now, you know, just mad at everything. And yeah. it was very hard. I think um, it I don't know what I've been would have done if, you know, I didn't have my children. They really um helped me through it all. Even my fur babies. <laughs> um during that time he was always on call. So he was even when he was home, he wasn't really home cuz he was always working. So even if he was next to me, it was like he was on another planet. So you know, it was just but we stayed strong and um I don't see myself with anybody else. Yeah. I, I know sometimes it can be hard. Like you say, when, even when he's next to you, he's on another planet. Cause sometimes when you have to be turned on all the time, it's hard to turn off work. Like yeah. you're literally thinking about the next day at the end of the exist, the current day, mm-hmm. because you're trying to make sure things go straight. And then they just be like, Hey, shut it off. Be with us for five minutes. And, but they, but we can't because you're thinking and yeah. it's that that alone, like, can't you just shut it off and be with us? If you're just going to think about it, just go back. Right. Just right, go back right. to work, you know, like, why at least get you? paid for it? Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to, yeah, if you're going to ignore us, you might as well at least go make, go get paid to ignore us, you know? Right. And I, and I appreciate you nine for sticking it out, especially for those times when I was on call, those I think were the worst, the absolute worst is like, and I always get it at the most inconvenient time. Sometimes it's, eight o'clock at night sometimes it's one o'clock in the morning hey we need you to go do this okay. yeah yeah even if we had plans already you oh, know those were the worst the it, worst it was just you know you look 
forward to going somewhere, to spending time together for a couple of days. And then one phone call can just ruin it all. Yeah, you already yeah. have invested the time and money for it. Too. Yeah, I mean, like, how many times can you can you guys count that you've been out to dinner, sitting down, having a meal, and your phone rings? Why you answer, you don't know. I still don't know why I answered those phone calls at that time, but I'd answered the phone, and it's like, we need you to get on the road. I'm like, all right, so what time tomorrow are we leaving? No, no, like tonight. Like right now. Like right now. <laughs> right I'm now, like, right now. Well, it's 7 o'clock, yeah, and you have a flight at uh, 11. You're taking the last flight out tonight, that night out of Pittsburgh. And when we were in West Virginia, that's a two and a half hour drive. So it's like, so I need to leave. Like now. now. Right now. Yeah. Yeah. I need to leave now. And, and it just totally collapses everything. Just yeah. fine. Go, I guess, you know, it's a big old bubble popper. Yep. Absolutely. And that's like the, the worst, the big romance killer. We were actually talking about this not too mm-hmm. long ago. Like just way, way to ruin everything. Like, yeah. yeah. You know, just let your, let your, your other life. <laughs> mess up our current one <laughs> yeah and that's pretty much what it's like it's it, like you're living two lives you mm-hmm. got your life at home or the life beyond the line and you do your best to keep it up and then your your work life or your second life just won't let you escape just gravity just pulling you back in every single time and then you just well you got no other option just gotta go yeah <laughs> yeah because you gotta pay the bills right you got your well if you're active duty you're pretty much soul is owned yeah, by the United States government. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Ladies, any questions for us? Jokes, funny quips. <laughs> what kind of brought each of you to your own? And Because you all kind of do something different, but it all, it kind of, you know, comes together and it blends. What brought you to your own independent, you know, areas and fields of work and what keeps you? Mm-hmm. So I know for me, um, Shoreline here, uh, I found out about uh, even just that audio uh, was a thing probably my junior or senior year in high school. um, Found out about the school that I went to, the Art Institute of Seattle, and I was like, that's kind of what I want to do. And then I was bouncing between motorcycle mechanics, truck driving, and that. um, And finally- you think you're cool? (laughs) <laughs> uh, no because because you know i love to drive so i was like oh that makes sense and i like motorcycles so oh, that makes sense and then you know i was a, a drummer and and you know realized very early on like while i was a, a pretty good drummer i didn't have the the routine to be able to keep up and and practice all the time and and make it big on that and so i was like well what what about the other side of the board uh what what do they do how do they make this stuff happen so that's how i ended up getting into that uh and ended up with an internship and got into what I'm doing now. And then COVID happened. <laughs> yep. For Shoreline, what's been your favorite? What's been your favorite show to mix? Ooh, ooh, that's a good ooh. question. That is good. My favorite shows to work is we we do these festivals every year. It's called the Bite of Seattle, and and same people do the Taste of Tacoma. What they are, they're they're free food festivals for. Uh, anybody that wants to come to them um, and they're wonderful and, and they've really built an, a really good family. Um, and that's actually where I got the name shoreline is at one of those festivals. And it is so much fun because you have so many stages and you get to uh, my, my favorite thing to do is teach. Uh, I love to teach people about what I do um, because it's, it's, nobody really realizes like, Oh, this is a thing. This, this is what 
makes concerts happen. This is what makes shows happen. So anytime I can bend somebody's ear about like what I do, it's great. Um, but on those gigs, we get to have a little buddy with us and say, Oh, uh, so, and teach them how to run monitors or how to run front of house and how to do all these things. And so for me, I think those are probably my favorite shows to work. Um, while you're not working with the best of bands, you are having probably the best, the best of, times. of times. Yeah. That's <laughs> cool. You nice. know, how about you, cool. MVP? What? Same question. Uh, so, uh, I always kind of wanted to be a pilot and to this day, I still have never got my pilot's license, which like gets in the way, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But I, I wanted to like, probably like every, every kid, I wanted to fly fast movers. You know, I wanted to fly jets. I wanted to do the cool thing. And, um, and I didn't exactly have the grades in math to allow me to do that, but I worked at it and did well enough to, to test to where I could fly something, you know, could have been a flying shopping cart for all I know. I don't know. But <laughs> so like I, I went to, uh, I applied to Annapolis twice and was denied twice. I wanted to go to Annapolis. I had a cousin who went there and a uh, great uncle who went there and I wanted to go there and do that kind of whole thing and be a pilot. Um, and, and it didn't pan out. I, I missed out on it twice. Didn't make the cut. Couldn't test into it or whatever else. Um, I went and talked to all the branches and all of them said, uh, well, we can't really, you know, I was like another thing I have spinal issues. And so they said, well, you can't really fly a jet because if you have to punch out, you'll die. Your spinal collapse. And that's the end of you. Okay, fair enough. I was like, well, what about like, um, I was, I was like, well, what about helos? And you ain't punching out of a helo. And they were like, yeah, you're not really smart enough for that either. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Jeez. I was like, they well, was roasting you in the office. Yeah, they were. And I was like, well, what about if I fly heavy, like a cargo hauler, or C-130 something, you know? And they're like, well, that's probably more doable. Um, but what we can do is start you out in here, which was nothing related to aviation. And then once you're in, we'll transfer you over. And from my, my two cousins, one's army, one's Navy. And I talked to both of them about it. And they're like, that is the biggest fucking lie. Do not sign any paperwork. And I was like, fair enough. So I never, so never, I never signed up for any of the branches. Um, cause I wanted to fly and I couldn't get into it right away. Right. Whether it be, uh, spine or i'm just plain dumb <laughs> you know issues so <laughs> that's fine you can laugh i know it <laughs> uh so i wanted to so after that, i didn't know what i really wanted to do so i did some plumbing and electrical apprenticeship for a while and i literally got all the shit jobs like wading through shit doing sewer whatever I remember that from another episode basically yeah. them telling me like i got all those jobs the the owner the boss of that company he was like you're gonna I'm going to force you to do something else. And then I remember seeing uh, an advertisement for the uh, Pittsburgh Institute of Aeronautics. And that's, I signed up for that. I was like, well, okay. I mean, it's still aviation related. Maybe I'll get into that. And it was maintenance. So I, I went and did that uh, schooling. And then that brought me out West with my first job. And um, why do I stay in it? Well, we've already covered that. I'm dumb. Uh <laughs> But also, it's you know, all I could get, you know, I mean, <laughs> you know, and why I decided to come out West was at the time I wanted to get as far away from anything that I knew as possible. I wanted to go to a part of the country that none of my family had ever been to before. And that's how I ended up out here, um, in this, in this area. And, and I spent a lot of money 
on getting the license, you know, mm-hmm. and the certifications and all that kind of stuff. But it's been so long now, I don't even know what else I would do. Like, I, I, I mean, I have a degree in, in something outside of aviation, but I've been in aviation so long, it's kind of all that I know. And yeah. it's not been, let's face it, I mean, it's not been terrible. It's not mm-hmm. been, a, been a terrible choice. We talk a lot of mad shit, but it's not, a, it's not been... It's not been so horrendous that like, a lot of people are probably like, man, the way you guys talk about it, like, Christ, why do you, why do you still do it? Like, why do you talk about it then if it's so bad? But it's not been all bad. It's been a lot of fun experiences. I've seen a lot of the globe, a lot of places that uh, other people, 90% of the people on planet Earth will never, ever get to see. And um, so it's, it's been interesting in that aspect. And there, I could still get my, still get my pilot's license, but just do it for fun at this point, not, not flying you know, military jets or whatever else. So yeah. Nice. And that's, uh, that's it for me. What about, uh, you there? Sace. <laughs> Sace. <laughs> El Sace. Uh, so for me, I, I grew up watching a lot of team heavy programs, transformers, Voltron, all that stuff. Right. So I'm all, all I, I grew up wanting to be a part of a team so much. Right. And what really got me to want to be ins- inspiring, say, was my grandfather. He he was never like a, an executive or a supervisor or anything like that. But just the way he walks into a room, people like instantly start liking him. Like he's he's the man in charge, even though he's like the the next closest thing to a janitor. <laughs> right. <laughs> you but know? he just had, he, he carried himself well, yeah, had a yeah. commanding presence. Yeah, he just had that executive presence. Like you know, I want that. I want to do that. Right. So. <laughs> Uh, I decided to join the service. I, f- I, um, I went against my parents' wishes and went to join the Marines because I actually had to sneak out to do that. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I never knew that. So um, I said, hey, I want to get off this island. I want to do something different with my life. I don't want to just go to college. Instantly got set or got told, join the Coast Guard, join the Air Force, join the National Guard, something. And I said, all right, cool. I'm going to join the Marines. Instantly. Not even a, f- a split second. Not the Marines. By the time the M in Marines popped out of my mouth, not the Marines. Okay. <laughs> but why not? And then, of course, the, the peak of curiosity hit. And then, like, why not? So I went. <laughs> so I went. Yeah, you're, you were the epitome of don't do that. No, I'm, I'm going to do it. Oh, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm, I'm definitely, oh, I'm doing, de- definitely yeah. doing it now. <laughs> and it, it shows in my genetics, right? <laughs> Anyways, so, I, so I, I snuck out. I decided to join the Marines. And they go, well, what do you want to do? Like, I don't care, man. Just like, get me off this rock. And I say, you know, I don't care. I'll, I'll be a grunt. And I actually signed up to be a grunt. Oh. And um, what stopped me was I was only 17. So I had to get my parents' signature. And they didn't even know I went to the Marines. So... I'm at school. My recruiter calls my parents, and of course, they flip their shit. They call them. My recruiter calls me during lunch at school and like, "Hey, man, um, can you come over to the office after school?" Okay, and I can hear my mother screaming over the phone. <laughs> oh my god! Right, <laughs> and I get, and, and I already know like I'm, fu- I fucked up. <laughs> yeah, it was so, at I, this so point I get you. Know, it's like one of those kids where yeah. you know, like you got suspended from school and you have to go home and like, yeah. oh, damn it. Uh, long story short, my mother bitched it out, got real pissed at the recruiter and says that he will not sign up as a grunt. And my the condition was she'll sign my contract if I do something else. And it's like, well, fuck it. I might as well just be do something with my hands. So I signed up to be an aircraft mechanic and the trade was all she wrote from there. But I was I was always 
looking to do something where I can inspire people. That was really my big drive, especially off of those uh, team programs is I want to be able to build somebody up, uh, whoever it is, whatever it is. If I'm around you, I want you to raise up somehow, some way. And I think I did a decent job. <laughs> I would say yes. Yeah, I would think, I think so. I did a decent job. And I think going back to uh, Bubbles' question about what made, brought us all together is like we had those personalities that were so similar, but they filled the gaps of what we ourselves couldn't do. So like Charlotte in here is fantastic with audio. We both suck at audio. <laughs> well, sucks uh, overselling it. For me, <laughs> I mean, is there a, is there like a negative number you can give me on that? Because <laughs> you just don't have any experience or knowledge in it. There's nothing wrong with that. Well, like I'm looking at the soundboard in front of me, and uh, the, all these blinking Star lights. Wars comes to mind. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's the Darth Vader panel. That's exactly what it looks like right now. <laughs> but uh, I think that's what really drew us together is, is we we both we had a unified purpose that just jived so well, and we had the abilities that complemented each other, and it's like. Well, let's just roll the dice. If it doesn't roll a seven, then well, we tried. We had fun. But yeah. it's, so far, we've been hitting sevens and elevens pre- pretty consistently. So. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and might add, a lot of this is all, regardless if we wrote Snake Eyes, it's all because of you guys that makes it all really worth it in the end. Because if yeah, we you- came home and you guys didn't support us, it was at least like, well, we've kind of got shot down like right off the bat. Yeah. So. You guys support the shenanigans for sure uh, yeah. by allowing me hours on the weekend to do this or even coming over here right now to to spend the day and recording face to face, you know, like we like we are. It's it's pretty awesome. It's yeah. been pretty cool to do this because if you didn't approve this, it'd be like he did when he joined the Marines. Well, I guess got to sneak out of the house. Where are you at? I had to go to work <laughs> on a Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's really swamped. Just really, really bad. Really busy. That things happen. I can't tell you. Classified. Right. But <laughs> top, top secret. Top secret stuff. But I'll be home sometime. Right. But really, it goes out to you guys a lot. You guys have been there since day one. The day oneers, or whatever the new slang is nowadays. Rider dies. Rider dies. Yeah. yeah. So the A ones, you know, or the, yeah, like you said, rider dies. I, I'm just gonna stop. anyways we we wouldn't have done it without you guys and for all the listeners out there for the ones being the heroes beyond the line just really sucking it up and holding it down for all the tech specs and veterans that are just out there doing what they got to do knowing full well when they do come home it's not completely as bad as as it is at work so you know how they say hindsight's 2020 Mm -hmm. so looking back at all that you guys have gone through with us being gone and you having to pretty much run it on your own, uh, what would you have changed and how you operated if you had to go back and do it again? Or let's say it happens again in the future and the job takes me away again. How would you change? How, how would you change your, your mode of operation to make life easier or better for yourself now than what you chose to do before? Obviously the the kids are older now, so that, helps a lot but you know what would you do differently i don't know i think i like our routine the way we did it so it was just like pack move and let's go and do it don't even think and just one day at a time and that's it and i think it's easier now because 
I think I have experience. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's just like take one day at a time and enjoy and try to make the best of it. And so let's say, like I always told you, home is where you at. I'm yeah, home is wherever yeah. wherever you choose it to be. Yeah. But let's say like um think about when I used to be gone for six six months to a year or whatever, and the things you did at that time and what you tried to make life as normal. Um you know, I know you try to get yourself into a routine so things go smooth or whatever else, but what would you change now? So let's say like, oh, every day I got up at this time I got up at six thirty, but I had to be at work at seven. So I just got up and went straight to work and then after work, I went and picked up the kids and came straight home. Would you say, okay, I'm going to get up 30 minutes earlier and have a cup of coffee before I get out the door for the day and just enjoy that 30 minutes to yeah. myself while the kids are still sleeping? And then after work, and say, okay, instead of going to pick up the kids right away, I'll go to the gym. gym this, yeah. I'll go to the gym for an hour this time where I didn't do that before, or I'll go to the gym and I'll go to the store by myself after the after the gym or something like that, just yeah. so I can, you know, I can I can focus on what I need to. Yeah, without distraction of children or whatever else. It's just hard, babe, because yes, if I'm in a, in a city that I don't know, with people that I don't know, no friends, it's, it's just hard. It's starting from the beginning. Again, no friends, not a co-worker, because I don't have a job. So it's just, um, just try to make a routine of it. And yeah. like you said, go to the gym, maybe put the kids on... Uh, dance uh, school and just try to make friends there you know (laughs) just that is hang out with all the other soccer moms but mentally i think i'll be better Mm. because it is depressing the beginning sure Mm -hmm. yeah it is very depressing you don't even want to open a box like we said at the beginning so what advice would you have for maybe some guys who are us 15 years ago you know what i mean and they're just getting started into it with their families and they're just getting ready to go away for the first time. What would you tell those spouses or significant others? What would you tell them? It's not going to be perfect. Just go with the flow. Um, if you have a company that is going to pack your stuff, cool. If not, just <laughs> pack your things and move. Yeah. And um, bring one of those pod. Uh, how do you call it? No, I would not. I would no, not do that. Well, don't, well, don't, don't do those. <laughs> Way too expensive Way for what too you expensive get. Yeah. For what just, you get, yeah. Just downsize. If I could do what I, if I could yes. do it over again for the move, throw seventy percent of everything away. Yeah. <laughs> just like, sell it. Just don't drag it with you because yeah. there's no reason you can always. Yeah, I mean, money's money, but money comes and goes, and you realize that once you get rid of seventy percent of your stuff, you really didn't use that seventy yeah. percent of stuff. Just don't stress. Just go with the mm-hmm. day, and that's it. Um, things are things, and they will go and come. But just take what's important, your pictures, your kids, and move on. <laughs> Very nice. How, no. about, how, how about you, Bubbles? What, what advice would you give for all the currently... Um, all, all the all the young young couples out there, all the young spouses. Although, face, I mean, you, I'm you, stuck you, at home all the time right got, now. So, yeah. you guys, so maybe, you maybe he young. needs to give the advice. Because I'm the uh, one who I'm My advice, my advice uh, don't go into the audio industry. No, I'm kidding. Um, uh, just do the best you can at being present at home. Ooh, that's uh, good. That's a good one. Because that's and it's not always easy, especially as we've talked about when you're you're turned on all the time and you have to constantly go. Because uh, when you're forced to slow down, uh, 
it's tough. It's tough to just go from working all the time to just stopping and uh, just try to try to work on that and try to be able to do that. I think to also like overly communicate your needs and like be very upfront and transparent mm-hmm. and deliver communication in the way that your partner is going to receive it best. Um, I think, you know, especially for us, like I'm not a person who sugarcoats anything. And sometimes that means that like, I've got to be a little bit gentle when I am delivering information because I want, you know, my partner to be able to really hear me, you know, hear me, see me comprehend what I'm trying to say and, you know, validate my own needs. Um, like yell at you in the same language. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, you don't mix up languages when you're angry. We don't elevate voices. Yeah, we don't. Oh, that's that's good. Never. We never have. We have never elevated a voice at each other because that's not how we communicate. Yeah. And you know, for me, it's so important that he understands what it is that I'm trying to say because I don't do hints. I don't do you know inconspicuous communication. Like I'm very direct. I'm going to tell you what I need, what I need from you, and. You know, you're either going to sit with it for a second and that's okay. And we validate that. But at the end of the day, it's how do we progressively move forward? That's, 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 that's a good point. Cause for me, um, I shut down. If, if you're coming at me very hostile, same, I don't do confrontation. I don't like confrontation and I shut down and I will remove myself from that situation as far as possible. And that means leaving the house, I'll disappear. I will, I will get out of that situation. I don't deal with confrontation. Well, I guess, well, I guess that's better than escalating it. You know what I mean? You, but like, but sometimes, sometimes, it. It also. If, sometimes it feels like they want it escalated. Yeah. Right? You know what I mean? Sometimes Latina, sometimes, Latinas, <laughs> sometimes Latinas like to argue yeah, for, for sure. no fucking reason. <laughs> but that's why I take that to work. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like you build that, yeah. build so, that fire. For I'm later. thankful that she so, brings that to work all the time. So she doesn't have to bring it home. I'm, I'm thankful for that. Hopefully there's another person in the room listening to that <laughs> and understanding uh, what's going on. Well, I used to be a server. So okay. my good face right. and my smiles right. were for my customers. Belong, and yeah. belong to work. And yes. the shitting so when on you get home, you home. don't want to be happy. You're like, no, I'm let not just, serving you water. Let me just verbally throw up on you. Yes. <laughs> as soon as I walk through the door. But, Why is my kitchen a mess? But like, but like so she she's very vocal and loud and, and I'm the exact opposite. Yes, I don't uh, yeah. I don't respond to that. And so I'll I remove myself with which pisses her off, but I'm trying to get better about, you know, vocalizing, like you said, um, my concerns and saying, now she'll be like, you're a little pissed off, aren't you? And before I'd be like, no, I'm fine. But now I'm like, yeah, I'm a little, I'm I'm a little pissed off because you did this. (laughs) Well, I know it's just me. I'm like, well, fucking deal with your own emotions. Leave me, <laughs> leave, me, leave me alone. Like if you're pissed off and whatever else, I've done nothing to you. Right. I'm just existing at this that point. That only happens same, once a month. In the, in the same space. only once a month in you have to space. be nice. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Well, and I try to be sympathetic to that too, but by the same token, this isn't a new concept for you. This is not a new thing. It's been happening for quite a while yes. and, and will continue. Um, but so, something's working. So, yeah, you yeah. know, but I, I'm trying to get better about, uh, you did this, you're attacking me for this. I wasn't any, anything. I don't appreciate, I don't appreciate I, I've done nothing to you. That's somebody else who pissed you off and you're taking your aggressions to them yeah. on me. Maybe because I don't say anything back, you know, and yeah. I, and, and I don't, 
confront you, but I was like, right. but some days you're almost like, I, you want to get loud? Yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's get loud. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I would have shitty days, like um, 15 people serving a party of 15 with like, you know, very bad tip. And I get home and I'm like, I work all day so hard for this. And then I get home and he's like, oh, babe, like so happy. And I'm like, no, you cannot be happy. Yeah. If I'm angry, if I'm no. upset, we're all upset. Yes, <laughs> yeah, we're you know? all yeah, upset. Yeah, yeah. And I, thought, I tell her sometimes, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. Like, we're, we're, we're just here. Hey, but now that I'm not a server, I've been better, right? Yes, more days you're better than. Yeah, uh, okay. But, it, but it's all about working, you know, and, that, <laughs> but, and that's really the key. But it's one of those like, look, you're upset. Why don't you go disappear for like half hour? Go deal with your emotions by yourself. Yeah. Well, that's something that we've actually found also is helpful. Uh, she's like, I just need to get out of here. Okay, cool. We'll go to the gym or something. And and, and that that does seem to go, help. Go, once abuse, again, go abuse the weights, you know. Once again, hopefully there's another party in the room. <laughs> uh, <okay. listening laughs> for me, it's eating. eating. Like, can you order pizza like right now? Right. <laughs> so, so she's, so she's yeah, she's the hangry person. Uh, and she knows yeah. she's getting hungry, but she expects you to know when she's yeah, getting hungry I, and to <laughs> and to respond to it. But I'm like, you drove past 55 restaurants on the way home. Why didn't you stop? I mean, I well, there's, there's, a there's, like, a bag, there's a bag, there's a, yeah, you work in a restaurant. She's like, I'm hungry. I'm like, well, there's food five feet from you. I don't really want that. Okay. Well, you're the walking distance to six others. <laughs> like, well, I don't really want any of that stuff. So your car is out there, get into the car and drive someplace. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> I, like, well, there's a bag of chips at home and that's what the kids and I are having. So bye. You know, I, it's 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 one of those kind of things where it's like, well, let me tell you, I'm sorry. Okay. No. Like here in front of everybody. I'm very sorry for all See that? Look at that. We talked about bruises. Look at that, Look at that communication. Hiding. There's a reason you're I'm wearing get, you're long get it when you get and home. long sleeve shirts right now. I think he's wearing long sleeves today. Yeah. Yeah. You, go, you guys have heard of an orange in a tube sock? <laughs> oh, man. You're going to get it you when you leave. You wonder why I smell citrusy? <laughs> <laughs> to the lock in a tube sock. Yeah. Oh, wow. Can we just go to the bar of soap first? Like, <laughs> you're going full on yeah, metal. Geez, you're homie the clown. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> homie don't play that. <laughs> yeah. oh, no, man. But, but again, honestly, like it's all about it's all about being connected, communicating, right? Yeah. And working through it because there's always going to be those those tension moments, right? Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. We're prime examples. You know, we're working uh, uh, through it ourselves. Look at Bubbles. Like, Say, what, what you... What you what you mean? What you tension? talking about? What tension? <laughs> <laughs> tension my ass. The only right. tension so, here. So, you know, so we're we're, we're living we're living it at we're living alongside with you all, right? We're just giving you guys that moment and <laughs> knowing that we ain't perfect either. You know. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, pretty close. <laughs> yeah. Same. I'm like pretty top notch. Uh, well, let, let, he is grateful. Oh, he is I grateful. Let's not go into this bubbles. You know I can cut you pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Let, let he is grateful for the opportunity to see me every day. Uh, He'll continue let, to be grateful until I tell him he's not grateful. Let, let's 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 stop you there, bubbles, because you you know I'll let you climb that ladder before I knock you off. <laughs> uh, well, um, I will say it's been great having you guys, um, and I really appreciate you guys coming on. And I definitely hope to do this again soon. Uh, closing thoughts, anybody? Well, once again, I, I really thank you ladies for supporting us 
while we're away. And for all those uh, significant others and spouses that are out there supporting those people who are on the road, deployed, working the stupid hours, getting grimy and wading through the, the pool of shit, so to say. You guys are really the ones holding it down. You're the real heroes behind the line, making life as homey and as best as possible so that we don't just deal with two shitty lives <laughs> yeah, at beginning and end of day. Right. Yeah. You get kicked around at work all day and drugged through the dirt. And uh, it's nice to know when you come home after months and months of being on the road that you just assimilate right back in. Like the house is 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 intact and things have been taken care of and nothing's been let fall to the wayside. The house flooded out and you had the entire house remodeled while I was gone. And then told me after it was remodeled. Like I didn't know any of that happened until it was already said and done. Hmm. <laughs> no, but but That's it's one of those. Cool. It, it, yeah, it's one of those. Like, well, why? Why you're over there? There's nothing you can do. Why worry you about it? Why? Why? Yeah, cloud up your you day. Over there. Cloud up your day. I'll just tell you, like, oh, this happened. Oh my god, really? Yeah, but the house already remodeled. It's already taken care of. What? Well, how'd that get done? Oh, I called the insurance. The insurance went through. And like, but that takes months. Yeah, it happened. Happened you've been like gone two, for months. Happened two days after you left, and it was fixed three months afterwards. You've been gone for eight. Oh well. Oh, oh. math. Yeah, and you're like, oh. yay, math. Yeah, but well, that's a cool it, surprise to come home to, too. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, the thing's fixed. Oh, perfect. I didn't know the thing was broken. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Right. Yeah. Right. So we like to thank our patrons for supporting us, helping us make this episode, bring our spouses onto the show. And for allowing us to make these episodes, have Shoreline here be happy to even help us make these episodes. We'll say that. Uh, I think we've already learned he's grateful. He's, he is grateful. He is grateful. I am grateful. He is absolutely grateful. All right. You just tell him how he feels. Oh, he is so grateful. Oh, man. Just oozing with, with gratitude. Oozing. Oozing. All right. <laughs> we thank you all for supporting us. And again, uh, check us out on cancerformainness.com. Check out our merch. Send us a line if you have some ideas for the show or you'd like to come on to the show. Check out our first sponsor, our first legit sponsor. Yeah, first real legit sponsor. Yeah, it's pretty Rock, kick-ass. Uh, Rockwell Time is the name of the company. They make uh, outdoor watches, some really swank and nice ones too. Uh, some sunglasses, safety ratings, sunglasses, snowboard equipment, and so forth. Uh, visit rockwelltime.com. Uh, use the code uh, CX. The number four MX, that is Charlie X-Ray, the number four Mike X-Ray. Save 20% off your purchase. Uh, support us again on Patreon. Your support, again, helps us make these uh, episodes, helps Shoreline be happy to make these episodes and bring on guests. Grateful to make the episodes. Grateful. Yes. Oozing just, of gratitude. Just make sure we get that in there. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just got to fit it on in there. Thank uh, you all so much. Thank you. Have a good day.